And the show was started. That's the John Cena intro. Uh, yeah, let me do the chub stuff one. This one's going to be a little more tough. Uh, that was close, though. That was close. I'm here with uh, V-Dog. Ayo, ayo. had a uh, scheduling conflict for the Steed and Pat show, also known as Chub Step, but uh, we'll be able to patch in, I think, Pat tomorrow, something like that, whatever. We'll figure it out. Chub Step's been Chub canceled. Chub has been canceled uh, I'm taking over today. So, V-Dog is here. And Vaughn, there was a thing I wanted to talk about with you, and that was, uh, I know you heard about this earlier, as I told you, uh, you know, the story, but Mm. what happens when you get recommended something? Do you often do that recommendation? Like, so say you're at a restaurant, do you ever ask the waitress or waiter for a food recommendation? You know what? It really depends on the restaurant, but honestly, whenever I ask a waiter for a recommendation, I feel like they just instantly point to the most expensive item on there. They're that's like, "Oh, feel? sir, the surf and turf <laughs> that's only a hundred dollars." Yeah, it's actually pretty decent, and you're like, "Okay, promising." Yeah, so you think it's a scam, so you don't really ask much. I I'm not a big recommendation guy. I feel like I know what I like. I'm not going to rely on this okay. person. It's like, do I trust people's movie recommendations? Like, not a lot of the times, honestly. See, I am somebody that's usually, I can decide between like two or three. So I just have them pick between those two or three. So you're the type who's like, okay, I'm between these two, which one's better? Yeah. That's a respectful way to go about it. It's kind of a cop-out, though. It is kind of a cop-out. That's true. It's because I don't want to make that decision. Uh, (laughs) That way, if it's a bad, if I have it and it's bad, I can be like, well, that waitress doesn't know shit. And then no tip. And you just earned a bad Yelp review. Yelp review and no tip. Your tip is going to rely on how much you like this, how much I like this thing that you picked out from me. Sir, you asked for my advice. Yep. Mm, yep. Bad advice. <laughs> bad advice. You got to know how to give good advice. So, okay, so this happened where Elle, our sister, was going to Minneapolis. She asked for a recommendation for a restaurant. The recommendation was given uh, for they, the exact wording was go to this restaurant for this certain dish heed unto this restaurant it said heed on heed on <laughs> to thee for this be the restaurant <laughs> that you be attending and and you should eat this one so it said basically the recommendation was l go to this food go to, go to, go here hither the restaurant no okay hither l, upon. Yeah. <laughs> l go to this restaurant have this dish because this dish is one of the best things i've ever eaten Right, that was the recommendation that L received for this restaurant. L goes to the restaurant and doesn't get that dish. Oh no! Gets sushi instead. Is this like a sushi place though? This is is a Chinese Mexican fusion place. 
<sighs> what does the fusion mean? I feel like people just toss that into any word and they're just like, oh yeah, this is something new. It's fusion. It's like Chinese mixed with like Asian infusion. It's just like all well, the Chinese same stuff. Chinese mixed with Asian, that would be interesting. Or like That'd Chinese in, I, well, what I meant was Japanese, but <laughs> yeah, Chinese, but Asian yeah. came out first. Okay, you know, so it just, it's just a, you know, a combination of two things. Um, synergy. Mm. If you That's will. a buzzword. Yeah, it's a buzzword. So <laughs> you got to learn that if you want to get a job. You got to yeah, know synergy. Just, just talk say, about all the synergy you'll bring. If you're looking up synergy, yeah. you're probably going to come across my LinkedIn profile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm endorsing you for, for <laughs> synergy as we speak right now. This so, so anyway, uh, you know, it was a Mexican-Asian place, and recommendation was get the banana boat chicken. I believe that's what it's called. It's basically a plantain panko crumb breaded chicken breast if, with a passion fruit sauce. I society. This was recommended. Hey, go to the restaurant and get this. L, my sister and her boyfriend, go there and get sushi. Say, hey, place wasn't that good. Sushi wasn't that great. Roasted. <laughs> and and uh, in response, you know, you, you had to be upset that now this now L is thinking, hey, this is not a good recommendation, and the response would be, hey, you didn't get the thing that I said. So what's going through L's mind where she's like, oh yeah, this is the restaurant, but I'm not going to get what she. But you know, right now she doesn't trust you at all. Well, After I didn't that make this recommendation, recommendation. Okay. Well, the little birdie that did make the recommendation. There's no trust there right now because she thought this was going to be a positive experience for her. She goes in there, and she gets blindsided. By mediocre, <laughs> like just the most mediocre food. Yes, but she shouldn't be blindsided if she was specifically told to do something and she just didn't do that thing. Yeah. Well, you know what? You live and you learn. You live and I don't you really learn. know what was going through her head. What are, what are you thinking? You I'm think thinking she's saying, that uh, she, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it, she was just trying to find, she couldn't pick, she wouldn't have found that place on her own. So she's like, I just want to find a place and then I'm just going to look for something that sounds good to me. But I would say, see, I'm somebody, though, that is so much, if somebody tells me a place, this has happened many times, or somebody's like, oh, you got to get the sandwich there. I'm not going to go to the place and just get, like, a soup. But have you ever been disappointed by these recommendations? I don't think food-wise I've been disappointed in many recommendations. I feel like if somebody's going out there to tell me that they, I should get that, that it's pretty solid. Do you disagree with that? Have you gotten many that are the other way? I don't know. I feel like sometimes people try and force it, or they're just like a... Just, I don't know. They just want to have an opinion? They just want to have an opinion, or they just have an opinion about every place. Like, either every place is the best or the worst food ever. They're like, oh, that McDonald's? The best. <laughs> That's the best McDonald's I've ever had. you got to try this. Yeah. Yep. McDouble. Yep. I got really angry at a Taco Bell recently. That's fair enough, Fun. Uh, was there something you wanted to talk about? Um, I mean... Yes, but I don't think I don't know if you're gonna have the answers to this. Might be uh, reach out to the listeners. Okay, out there. listen. Okay, we'll start we'll start with me, and then we'll reach out. Um, been seeing this big trend. I guess you know maybe I'm a little late to it, seeing yep. as summer's almost over. But uh, hot girl summer. Hot I don't know summer. what this is. I've seen way too many posts on Instagram and comments that are like, "Oh my god, it really is a hot girl summer," on just some ugly photo of someone. Okay, and I don't know is what hot girl summer is. I don't even think it's a hashtag, though. I think it's just people yeah. make their caption Hot Girl Summer, and whether they're hot or not, which is the most confusing part, because it's like, is it okay. a hot girl summer if you're not hot, though? Like, I'm just, I'm thrown off by all of this, and I think I deserve answers. In this economy, I think I've earned the right as a U.S. citizen to know. 
Okay. Is it really a hot girl summer? Are you hot? What is it is summertime? What is the hot girl summer meme? There's many articles on this one. Apparently, you're not the only one that's confused. Here. I'm also, you know, could I have looked it up? Yeah, but I'm trusting the listeners, and I'm trusting you. Apparently is a song. There's a song that started this trend. If you go on Instagram or one of those type of things and you write Hot Girl Summer on your own thing, is that what happens? People are writing. It's not like somebody's commenting on this, right? I've seen girls say Hot Girl Summer on their, like as their own caption, but I've also seen them comment. So if if you write it as a comment to somebody else, I'm okay with it. Okay. If you're writing it as your own thing, like, hey, here's a picture of me, Hot Girl Summer. If it's a guy, that's funny because it's making fun of it. But what can men use that though? That's the thing because it kind of seems like, you know, some hot girl summer 2019. You can, yeah, you can. Seems kind of sexist though. Guy can like, do it. What can a hot guy do? Is it hot guy summer or is it bulk guy summer? Hot guys are pigs. It's all about masculinity. Yeah, I think you could comment in on somebody else's thing. I'm going to start using that comment more. Young and yoked. Young and yoked. Don't forget, hashtag young and yoked. Uh, people, okay, I want to say this something real fast with young and yoked. I don't know if I'm going to targeted <laughs> young and yoked things because I talk about it so much or if this is a thing and everybody's too afraid to actually start admitting it. But people send me quite, I, I get multiple a week of either some Snapchat or Instagram story where just some jacked, you know, some kid that is absurdly, like, not healthily in shape. Like, some kid that's got some muscles that seem like the kid is on steroids. I'm telling and you, this is becoming a bigger and bigger it's thing. Becoming and it's a bigger not and just, bigger thing. I think it's because we can talk about it. You know that they're listening into our phones. You know yes, the government exactly. has perpetrated our privacy. They have invaded preach, us. Preach, they preach, are preach, practically preach. in your bedroom right now listening to you right now, exactly. okay? Don't touch yourself if you're listening to this. They know. But what I'm saying... Is that they made this, Jared. They did this. The government. The government is injecting steroids into Into kids, little babies. Into That's little babies to get young and yoked kids. So. No, but in all seriousness, though, I have been seeing a lot more young Jack kids on Snapchat yes. specifically. Because there's, yeah, there's like, like a, the kid catching the football. There's like a football kid. There's a karate kid. There's all these type of things. So it is weird. actually is all over the place in, in reality. So, but what I was going to say, Hot Girl Summer okay to post to other people's things not okay to put on your own thing it's very because then you're saying oh look at me hot girl summer you let's know? get some listener feedback on that though. listener what feedback do, what do they think def- about hot yeah girl let's hear some yeah hot girl summer send us your best hot girl summer pick mm. if it's a funny <laughs> pick that's a good thing if it's a bad pick that could be funny <laughs> that could also be funny funny in its own right uh sent it to chubstep.podcast at gmail.com all right vaughn we're gonna wrap up this part of the show there mm-hmm. And we're going to continue, hopefully, with Pat and reviews and emails, maybe. Who knows? Whatever. Try and stay awake out there. Try and stay awake. Yeah. From this moment forward, I decree no more schnitzel or strudel. Let's get some American food up in there. We're here with Pat together. We need to get Pat together again. My fault that we're not together in person this week. But... You had a story where you wanted to talk about your, uh, you got a big boot on your car, correct? Das boot. Das boot on the car. Uh, yeah, literally one of the most ridiculous things that ever happened to me. Yeah. So I had a graduation party to go to, but I also had work. This was a Sunday. It was a very confusing day. So there was baseball, and then at night I was supposed to go to a dinner out in the suburbs. Uh, totally forgot about it. So... After baseball, I went to CVS to get some, like, uh, what are those, like, congratulation cards? 
Yep. So I did that. Across the street from the CVS, literally across the street, there was this gas station. And, it, you know, I was going to be in the car a while. I just wanted something to drink that yep. wasn't at um, the CVS. You wanted a so low-key gas station? It was, no, it was a BP. It wasn't low-key. Okay, okay. So I was maybe, I took maybe two to five minutes from me walking from the CVS to the gas station and back. And by the time I was back, they already had that boot on my car. So I didn't ask for this. To get what? that off, it, yeah, I, I know. I was literally gone a couple minutes, and they said that I was loitering. So it was like $170 to get it off. And it, you know, the, the worst part about it was is they make you like basically confess, and it gets recorded that you left the lot. So I was like, I state my name. Um, abandoned my vehicle in this lot at this time. Oh, I had my wing out. And that this was all required before they could take the boot off. So that was the part that really pissed me off. Oh, my God. So, I mean, I- I've been warned about things like that. Like, hey, you know, you can't, like, park in this parking lot and then go walk over to a different, you know, building. Like, I did that one time trying to go, like, into some shop. And the lady's like, oh, my God, you didn't park over there, did you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, I- that's something I've never had to worry about. But I think that's... It seems like, obviously, you're telling me that's, like, a legit thing. Oh, yeah, it is. And, you know, they're not even, like, um, they're not even the Chicago police. They're just, like, these random, like, they're almost, they look like mall cops. Yes. So, yeah, it felt very undeserving. I was very upset. I ended up not going to the graduation dinner um, because, yeah, it, it just took so much time. And I, the money I was going to give to the person I had to use to get the boot off my car well i think what a lot of people are wondering pat is what happened to the card that you bought it's still in my car the card is still in your car okay uh are you planning on using that card at another time yeah i'm gonna give it to the person when i see him okay okay so they will receive a separate celebratory card slash dinner of your own, just not uh, at the time because you were upset about CVS. Are you a Walgreens person now? Are you switching to Walgreens over CVS? I've always been a Walgreens person, but this was the closest like place that like I, I had to go like very quickly, and I yeah. didn't have this card, so this was like the only option for me. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so okay, well there we go. So we're officially an anti-CVS podcast. Yeah, we are joined together temporarily. I know you got to leave in a second. I got to leave in a second. What other, was there another pressing story that can't wait until next week? Um, while it's fresh in my mind, I've always been a spicy food guy. Never had I ever tried blazing or blazing from Buffalo Wild Wings. And I yes. finally did. I will say this, it, it is hot, but it is totally doable. Like it is not as like, it's not how they market it where it's like this crazy hot thing. Like, okay. Um, uh, I I now I did have tears. I will mention that, but Man card. it doesn't last very. It do, yeah, it doesn't last very long though. Like there's been times like I had this Nashville like hot spicy chicken sandwich this one time, and yeah. I swear to God, it lasted for like 15 minutes where I was just in so much pain. This maybe a couple minutes. Okay. Not bad. Okay, so you think that you don't have a lot of respect for people that are on the blazing wall. I didn't say that at all. It also, it didn't taste how I thought it was going to taste. I thought it was going to maybe have like this like unique flavor 
um, but it just tastes like buffalo sauce. It's just pretty hot. Just spicier buffalo sauce. Okay. Hmm. I've actually, yeah, I've never done the blazing. I get all the ones like around it. Like I'll just get the hot or I'll get like mango habanero, all those ones. Never gotten the blazing. And I'm thinking that now I can avoid it even further because what's the advantage of it? If you're not doing the blazing challenge, I don't, I feel like I don't really see that as much anymore. Do they, are they still doing the no, wall and all that stuff? Buffalo Wild, Buffalo Wild Wings is like how many years old now? Like probably yeah. like 15. Old like, news. It, it was, it was, it is such old news and it would have been a lot cooler like 10, 15 years ago, but I had never tried it. I always get the mango habanero. Like you said, those are my favorite. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I wanted to try it because I never did. And I felt kind of like a bitch for not trying it. Yeah. So I had the first wing I dipped in ranch just to be safe. And then I had the second wing with no, with no um, additional sauce. Okay. I just wondering how many more, you know, like how much more popular we could have been in high school had we done the blazing challenge when it was po- when it was, you know, going full swing. Probably not much more popular. I, I knew a lot of people who did it, and it wasn't that big. No, see, I think that's the big difference between Oaklawn and St. Charles is the blazing kids, like the blazing kids, all sat together at a table. That is that was so lame. Called the blazing bros. Blazing bros? Are you sure they just weren't smoking weed? You know what? Now that you say that, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there was as many of them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that was the Blazing Bros. Okay. Well, that's perfect, Pat. I, uh, I'll, yeah. What we'll the? We'll maybe I'll just take a picture, a Polaroid picture of you, and stick it up at a, at a random Buffalo Wild Wings for your own Blazing oh, Challenge. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Great. All right. Uh, thanks for calling it, Pat. Okay. Later, Jared. All right. Later, man. Please clap. It's just me, guys. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, it's just me. Well, basically, this is a little, you know, like I said, piece together, piece by piece this episode. Uh, this is the third iteration here. And I was going to do a little solo Billy Bob review. I get very little input from Pat or Paul anyway most of the time in the review. So basically, it's going to be about the same. But I wanted to talk to you about uh, one of the ones I'm most passionate about. And it's one of the reasons more recently that I got started getting into Billy Bob. And that is the TV show, Goliath. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, it's like this. You can say three but not four. It's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before ni- uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut lower. the f- up, I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We, we took a, the guy who was 6'5 and shrunk him down for the f- movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God damn it. I mean, seriously. What is a dwarf? Of course he's that short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? Streaming now on Amazon Prime. Watch now. Goliath started in 2016. It says first season was there. It looks like 2018, the second season. Third season is being filmed now. Basically, this is about a former lawyer who... Well, he actually... He was a former big-time lawyer, and the former big-time lawyer is kind of washed up. Uh, he's kind of a drunk. 
uh, doesn't have a great relationship with his ex-wife. This, again, seeing a trend in Billy Bob movies, never uh, good relationships with past females. Uh, you know, estranged kind of with his kid a little bit. Uh, he So basically, yeah, a little bit washed up. There is a, a up-and-coming lawyer, which is kind of a small-time lawyer, that gets involved with the case, and she's over her head. And she runs into... Uh, Billy Bob's character, Billy McBride, and she says, hey, I need your help with this case. And, you know, he's kind of reluctant, but he decides to do it anyway and kind of gets involved and he kind of has this ragtag group of, uh, it's him and this kind of small-time lawyer and then this uh, ex-sex uh, worker, not prostitute, uh, and the three of them are kind of like their little group that are trying to uh, kind of, t you know, work on this case together. So it's a lawyer-type show, but what makes it so good is the characters are really amazing. Like, this is literally whoever, you know, did the casting for the show or the, who wrote the show, developed the show, like had, you can tell they had Billy Bob Thornton in mind the whole time because the character is just the best one-liners in the show. Uh, just, you know, it's completely like you see a lot of evolution with this character and a lot of just great character development, uh, great storyline. It's not like a courtroom show. You're not like watching like, you know, some of the back and forth between the judge and lawyers. It's more about, you know, the, all the stuff surrounding the case and what leads them to get to certain conclusions and stuff like that. But uh, very well done. Pretty intense show also a lot of times. Uh, first season's really good, except for the main character, uh, main bad guy character played by William Hurt is a little bit unrealistic. A little, I, I probably my least favorite part of the show is the main bad guy in the first season. Uh, other than that, uh, the show is very solid, and the third season's coming out. This is a top notch show, top tier Billy Bob Thornton, a Davy Crockett on the Alamo scale, top tier Billy Bob. Check this out on Amazon Prime. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? I was going to talk about this moral dilemma that I have right now, which is, this is part of the reason, uh, kind of slightly the reason that we were having to separate out uh, when we were recording and stuff like that. So having some car issues, classic. So I go and have to get my car aligned. And for those that don't know what car alignment is, I'm not going to explain it because you probably don't care. So I had to get my car aligned and I go to a place that I thought I got it done at before. So I got my car aligned like four months ago, but then I changed some suspension parts on it. So I needed to kind of do it again. And so I had bought a one year alignment, basically like I can just go there and get it done as many times as I want warranty at this place so I show up at the place and I'm like hey I'm here I have the one-year warranty on you know for my car I got it done four months ago so I need it aligned again they say okay they do it takes them like three and a half hours when I get done the guy's like oh yeah that was about an hour of work and so you know didn't ask what the other hour but I knew at one point one of the guys had taken a lunch break and anyway I'm sitting there a while so I'm done he's like yeah I'm not seeing you in the system at all and I'm like well pretty sure this is the place. He's like, yeah, I saw you here in 2017. And I said, well, 
yeah, I definitely was here in 2017, but I also was here like four months ago, whatever, back and forth. He's like, you know what? Uh, you're fine. Just, you know, bring it back just for some other stuff. Or, you know, or, or if you find out this is the wrong place and you can, you know, pay another time. And I go to realize that that was not the place that I got the one-year warranty. Most likely it was a different place. And so I have this dilemma of do I go back and pay them for the work done or do I not do that and say, hey, I never would have done it here had you just told me that I wasn't in the system in the first place and then done all the work and then say, hey, now you're in the system. And so what I'm deciding to do is to pay both of them and also pay every place that does alignments and pass it forward and prepay for the next alignment at every uh, place I can see that does alignments. And I think that good deed will spread around. I also probably am not going to go back and pay for that other alignment because I have a year because <laughs> I already paid for overpriced, overpaid for a year of one of the places. And they seem pretty, if they're similar enough that I can't tell them apart, then it's a bad business model because you need to stand out in the crowd. Uh, that is kind of what I'm trying to get. You, you want to be memorable. And I remembered being at that one, but I also didn't remember not being at that one four months earlier. I thought it was the same place. It's not. So make sure that you, yeah, you stand out from the crowd. Uh, those are my thoughts on that. We have some, uh, we have some emails and stuff, but obviously those I kind of want to wait for the other guys like I will preview an email here. This is from Smacko. Smacko has three parts of this. So I'm just going to do my part and then we'll do the other two parts of it when Steed and Pat are together. So Smacko says, Space Chub 2, Jared, if they were to make a Space Jam 2, what NBA star would you want to star in it? So the problem with it is Space Jam 2 is that some things are better left undone. Like in the Space Jam, the first Space Jam was so ridiculous. It's not really like a good movie in the sense of, you know, like, hey, this is Oscar worthy. It's more of a good sense in like the nostalgia I think that people have around it. And I love the movie, but I don't know if like you could put those pieces together with another group and have it be a solid movie. That being said, I also, you would want to do the least you can to compare it to the first one. So that's why I think the idea of LeBron being in the second Space Jam is bad because a lot of people try to compare him to Michael Jordan. So this seems like another type of move where you're trying to compare the two of them. If I were to make one surrounded by one, I am assuming it's a current NBA player. I mean, I would probably say Giannis. He's a, he's a pretty big star. I mean, you have to be a pretty big star to be MVP. I feel like a lot of the guys at the top are a little bit uh, polarizing. Like, not a lot of people like some of the guys out there. Like, Kawhi kind of doesn't have a great personality. Kevin Durant's people either like him or hate him. Steph Curry, I think he's too short. You can't have a short guy doing it. You can't short guy leading it. Anthony Davis, too standout-ish. Unibrow, he can't have that. James Harden doesn't play good enough defense. So that would be an issue. And then, uh, yeah, I think those are, I think you'd have to go with Giannis. And that would be who I would pick for to star in Space Jam 2. 
Smacko, thank you. Uh, we will wrap up the show there. This is going to be a short episode. Uh, we will, uh, people email the show some more, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. We'll read the iTunes reviews. And then... We skate for fun. Uh, new episodes skaters. every Thursday. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter, Chubstep Podcast. Follow Pat Callahan at Pat Callahan 044. Uh, that's where you can check out Pat Callahan and all of his travels. And then the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.